0: Okay, yeah, I made a post on Facebook about eleven hours ago, and you can go on my timeline and check it out if you want to. Uh, it says, "Who cares about your pre- predicts? I'll know whether you are a true prophetic voice based on your proclamation of Scripture, not if you can predict future world events. Get over it." we aren't amused anymore the Bible is enough so one of my friends commented on this post Well, several several of my friends commented on this post on Facebook and one of the posts that struck this chord right here was um, a lady she said My belief is that Jesus don't have nothing to do with the pandemic. It came from the enemy. If anything, he has all power to heal it. If people would just stop hating, judging each other, mostly so-called Christians. God don't hurt his people. And then the same lady said, he said in his word... Touch not my anointing and do my prophets no harm. We better be careful and pray. With that said, let's pray as we go into the word of God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now, Lord God, for this session. We thank you for waking us up this morning, starting us on our way. We thank you for your holy and divine word, which articulates your heart and your desire God, we pray that you position us so that we can glorify you and not ourselves. God, speak to your word today. Educate your people. Enlighten your people. Arm your people with your word so that they will not be deceived by the resurgence of the false prophets that's coming forth. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to turn your attention to several portions of scripture So I want you to uh, get a pen and write these scriptures down so that you can go back to them and refer to them as the Spirit leads you in this study of the resurgence of false prophets. Here in this post-pandemic season that we are in, I am warning the body of Christ and definitely the portion of the body of Christ of which the Lord has ordained me to be a minister to. I want to let you know that there is a resurgence about to take place. And you're probably saying, what do you mean a resurgence? Where has the false prophets gone? The false prophets has gone in hiding. The pandemic, this coronavirus, this COVID-19, had silenced the mouths of the false prophets. Why? Because people not thinking about houses, they're not thinking about cars, they're thinking about living and life. And the simple fact that no prophet foreseeing the pandemic, no prophet foreseeing what was getting ready to take place, they did not tell the people what was going to happen in great detail. So it silenced them for a while. It shut down the churches. People wasn't going to church like they used to. And so the false prophet did not have a platform for a while. But now, now that we are reconvening, now that we are coming back, and now that they have a vaccine, it it, it appears that things are about to get rolling again. And so the false prophet must... Research now in the Bible, first John, get your pen, write these scriptures down. First John chapter 4, verse 1 through 6. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit whether they are of God, because many false prophets has gone out into the world. Beloved, believe not every spirit. Everybody that comes to you and has something to tell you, even if the words are good words. Don't believe every spirit. But the Bible tells us to try the spirits. How do you try the spirits of a person that comes to you in the name of the Lord? What is... The standard of trying a prophet. I'm going to tell you how you try a prophet. How do you try somebody that's coming to you? You try them according to the word of God. Are there words? Is there prophecy? Is there prophetic utterance in alignment with what scripture teaches and what the Holy Spirit has revealed in the Bible? If their words are not in accordance with the scripture, you just tested them. You just tried them to see if their words are true or false. And beloved, if it's not in alignment with the scripture, don't believe it. The Bible says, believe not every spirit, whether they are from God, because false prophets are in the world. Matthew chapter 7 verse 15 Beware of false prophets Which come to you In sheep clothing But inwardly They are Raving wolves Listen Inwardly they are out To get you They are out to get whatever they can get From you Clout Money Support they're out to get what you have because they don't have nothing. <laughs> they don't have anything. So they want what you got. They want to take what the Lord has blessed you with for their own selfish gain. Inwardly, they're raving wolves. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In second Peter chapter two, verse one says, "But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable hearsays, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Now Here's another thing that you need to understand. Good morning, Patty Webster. God bless you. Notice that the false prophet is going to be, is going to bring teachings, okay, that are damnable hearsays. They're going to be saying things to us that's not in accordance with the scripture. You can't find it in the Bible. But they're going to tell you that the Lord said this. They're going to tell you that the Holy Spirit inspired them to say this. God bless you, Damar. I believe that's how you say your name. Thank you so much for watching. They're going to bring in damnable hearsays. Hearsays like, if you take one step, God will take two. Uh, Hearsays like, God told me that uh, you about to get this. uh, You're about to get that. And you can't find it in the scripture. They're going to bring in all of these false fickle teachings that's not in accordance with the word of God and let me tell you something beloved do not believe that crap. Because that's exactly what it is. It's a bunch of crap from the pit of hell and from the imaginations of the false prophet. Every true prophet let me tell you something just because a person predicts that something is going to happen does not make them a true prophetic voice. Because false prophets also will produce false signs and false miracles. So you cannot attest whether a person is true or false based on whether they perform a miracle, a wonder, a sign such as a prediction of a world event. That does not validate what a true prophet is. A true prophet of God speaks the word of God. The word of God is not floating somewhere in the air. The word of God is the Bible. The Bible is the infallible inerrant revealed word of God to the church. We do not have to depend or put our faith in the words of men and women who are dressed in clergy garment, who are devoid of the Bible. You don't have to sit and listen to anybody who is not teaching you line upon line, precept upon precept, because if you do, you will be led astray. If you want to go the right way, Jesus is the way, and he has revealed his will, his perfect will in Scripture. So if you want to determine whether your preacher Or your prophet is real or fake. See how much of the scripture they are teaching you. Notice what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 24. Verse 24. There shall arise false Christ. Now that word Christ there means anointed one. Okay. And when he says here... In Matthew chapter 24, verse 24, he says, For there shall arise false Christs with an S. That means plural. That means that they are going to arise men and women who appear to be anointed. (laughs) Who appears to have the oil of God on their life. They got all the right cliches, they have all the right garments, they have the right vocabulary, the right inflections, they look good, they sound good, they smell good, they drive in good, amen? They look like they are anointed, but they're false. That's not a true anointing. A true anointing is attracted to the Bible. A true anointing is dependent upon the word of God. The true anointing, hallelujah, is always going to glorify Jesus Christ and not the person who's proclaiming the message. Jesus says, false Christ, false prophets. And listen, listen what these false Christ are going to do. These false Christs, according to Jesus' words in Matthew 24, verse 24, he says, they shall show great signs and wonders. False prophets, false Christs, false anointed people, they're going to be able to produce false signs. False wonders, false miracles. That's why it says, even if it was possible, these folks, they would deceive even the elect. If if the elect did not have the engrafted word of God to give them insight into these things, they would be deceived. But we can't be deceived. The reason why we can't be deceived is because we have the truth. The truth is the book. You neglect the book, you go down deceptions lane. You are prey for a false prophet. You are prey for a false teacher. You are prey for a false message if you neglect the book. Jesus says, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. You know why? Because they're going to be producing all these signs, miracles, and wonders. And why do you think the first thing they talk about is a miracle? Why do you think the first thing they talk about is a wonder? Why do you think the first thing they talk about, amen, is a- a getting this This move from the hand of God, but they don't want to proclaim the heart of God, which is the Bible. They would rather you position yourself to receive a miracle than to position you to be obedient to our Lord Jesus Christ. That's how you know the difference between a false prophet and a true prophet. A true prophet is going to command that you be obedient to the sovereign of the universe. A true prophet is going to command that you read the word of God, that you study the word of God, that you hide the word of God inside of your heart instead of having to depend on them to get a word from God. Let me tell you something. The word of God is true and it's dependable. Hallelujah! All you need is the word, the Holy Spirit, and some true brothers and sisters to surround you. And God will speak to you in an awesome way through his Bible, through his book. You want to get everybody that you know, you want to get them in the book. If you want to do a great work for the kingdom, if you want to lift up a standard, God bless you, son, minister, prophet, if you want to do great exploits for the kingdom, you want to get as much of the message of the book into the people of the world and not the messages that's out of your own head and out of your own vain mindset. There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to destruction. Oh, yes, you can raise up a good offering uh, if you tell people good stuff. But what are you doing for the kingdom? Hallelujah. What are you doing to advance the kingdom of God? Let's go on because there's so much here. In Romans chapter sixteen, verse eighteen, the Apostle Paul he pens he says, "For they that are such, they serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. They just want to eat. You hear me? They just want to eat. That's why they will have a fifty-dollar line, a sixty-dollar line, a hundred-dollar line. Amen. They'll tell you to so, 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 and you be broke, 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 broke." broke waiting on your miracle, miracle, miracle that they lied to you about. And then you get upset with God because you believe that this man was a true man of God or this woman was a true woman of God when they really wasn't. They was trying to fill up their belly. They was trying to pay a bill. Come on now. They were trying to raise a building fund. They're not building you up in your most holy faith because if they were building you up in your most holy faith, they'll take you to the Bible. They'll show you what the scripture says. Hallelujah. They'll teach you the the words of Jesus. Line upon line, precept upon precept. They will let you know that there is no private interpretation of the scriptures. They will let you know that the Holy Spirit of God will enlighten your eyes and your understanding to his word if you just get in the book. If you just get in the book. If you can't hear God's voice, it's because you have neglected the book. And so there is a resurgence of false prophets that's about to come up. They're coming back full force. But what they're not going to do is they're not going to get inside of this book. They're going to use a scripture. They're going to use a verse. And then they're going to take you off into la la land. But we ought to be to the point right now, glory to God, the way we're not going for that no more. Before the pandemic, pre-pandemic, you tricked me. Pre-pandemic, I thought you was real. Pre-pandemic, I thought you had it going on. Pre-pandemic, I was fooled. But now that I realize you don't got no power, now that I realize that you are deficient and void of prophetic sight, Now that I realize that you really can't help me, glory to God. Oh, I'm falling in love with the true Jesus that's found in the book. It's in the book. If it ain't in the book, it's a lie. If it ain't in the book, if it don't line up with the book, glory to God. It may not be in the book verbatim, but it needs to line up with the book. Glory to God. Do you know Jesus was a prophet? Amen. I would go father say he was the prophet. Glory to God. And do you know Jesus never sat down and tried to predict world events of what was going on? <laughs> he didn't say uh, there's going to be 10 horses that's going to get in an accident on on, on, on our way to Galilee. He didn't say whether it was going to snow and it was going to get real, real cold in a year or two. (laughs) He didn't do that. Jesus came for the sole purpose of revealing the name of the Father to us. He, He ushered in the kingdom of God, glory to God. Jesus came to save sinners from the condemnation of sin. Hallelujah. He came to give us victory. Jesus came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus came to give. Hallelujah. The false prophets. They come to get Romans sixteen eighteen. Apostle Paul says, For they are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speech deceive. The hearts of the simple. Do you know that's why a lot of uh, false prophets. They don't like me. Because. I'm not simple minded. They don't like me because. I study the word of God. And I don't study the word of God to be. Uh, to argue with you to try to. Make it seem like you right and I'm wrong. I study the word of God to show myself approved unto him. I'm a workman for the kingdom of God. I can't be put to shame. Because I have taken the word and hidden it in my heart. I depend on the word. I gotta have the word of God. Not the false fickle stuff that's being spoken to the minds of the simple. Amen. See, when a false prophet gets around a simple person, the simple person give the false prophet their money. <laughs> Amen. When, when the false prophet, when the false prophet gets around simple people, simple people, glory to God, starts giving up their money. And you're giving up your money, and you thinking that you're about to get some money in return, but you don't. You just gave to the fund of a false prophet. If you're gonna sow into anything, you need to sow into ministries that are laboring the word of God and not speaking this vain, foolish stuff from the mind. He says, Listen to what they say. He says. Fair speeches. Hallelujah. Fair speeches. Let's go to uh, Mark chapter 7, verse 6 through 9. Mark chapter 7, verse 6 through 9. It says, he answered and said unto them, Well, has Eliza prophesied to you hypocrites? As it is written, this people honored me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Let's, let's let me look at it here in um, my Bible. All right, here out of my Bible. It says, he answered them, Isaiah prophesied correctly about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines human commandments. (laughs) Wow. Do you hear what God says? He says, This people. Talk about the false prophets, the resurgence of the false prophets. They go to church. They talk a good talk. They know how to say, hey, glory, Shondabo, glory to God, hallelujah, praise God. Miracle worker, promise keeper. They know all the antics, they know how to shake. They know how to tremble. They know how to shout. They look churchy. I preached the sermon. Be aware of the churchy false prophets about two years ago. But they're real churchy. They look like us. They sound like us. But they are not down with Jesus because their hearts is somewhere else. Their hearts is not seeing the people saved. Their hearts is seeing their pockets filled with your money. Simple minded people. You wouldn't be fooled if you knew the book. If you get into the book, you wouldn't be so easily fooled by the tactics of a false prophet. He says, their hearts is far from me. They worship me in vain. That means they're going through the semantics. They're standing. They got their hands lifted. They got their clergy collars on. Hallelujah. He said, they worship me. Hmm? Yeah. But. They worship me in vain because they're teaching doctrines that are not godly. They are not found in the scripture. You can't find it nowhere in the book. But they're teaching this stuff in the church. But they're not divine. They're human. They're human commands. They are abandoning, verse 8, the command of God. You hold on to human tradition. He said to them you have a fine way of invalidating God's commandment in order to set up your tradition. So what do I have to say to that woman on Facebook that told me um, that said that touch not my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. I'm not talking against the people of God. I'm not talking against the children of Yahweh. I'm talking against the son of Satan, the daughters of Satan, these demons that's coming in the form of prophets. They're false prophets. They're not of God. How can I come against God? A kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. So I'm not divided and I'm not dividing the body of Christ. I am making a line of demarcation that there is true and that there is false. And the only way that we're going to be able to determine what is true and what is false is through the word of God, which is the Bible. be a fool and think that everybody that goes to church with you is really of the church that's why I teach and if you don't if you're not following universal theology and you want to learn line upon line of what the bible is actually teaching you would notice that I make a distinction between the visible church and the invisible church the visible church is how we see it as human beings Everybody that comes together collectively, that's the visible church. That's who we see. But the invisible church is those who are of God. It's how God sees the church. Everybody that goes to church is not of God. Everybody that goes to church does not have a kingdom agenda. Everybody that names the name of Jesus Christ does not have the intentions of the king on their heart. They have their own intentions. They have their own agenda. It's demonic. It's fleshly. It's human. It's of this world. It's not of God. How can we make the distinctions? How can we determine what's true and false through the book? If they're not taking you to the book, where are they taking you? Do you think they have more of a claim on God than you? Do you think that they're more privileged? That they can go into the presence of God and you can't? No. See, that's why Jesus came, he died, he rose again. He took away that partition. He took away that exclusive claim that only the clergy can get to God. Beloved, I'm here today to let you know that you can get to God. You don't need nobody to hold your hand. God will hold your hand. You don't need nobody to teach you. The Holy Spirit will be your teacher. He'll guide you. Even on your deathbed, the Holy Ghost will be there. He says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. There's a resurgence of false prophets coming up, coming to tell you a whole bunch of mess, coming to tell you a whole bunch of lies, but the truth is found in the book. Not pieces and portions of it, but the whole book in its whole context. Let's go on. Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 20. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even the prophet shall die. Even the prophets shall die. Let me tell you something. This is the year that false prophets are going to be, begin to drop dead. They're going to die. They're going to live for a while. They're going to deceive a lot of people. But oh, you cannot touch God's people and think that you're going to get away with it. You might get rich. But you're not going to be able to enjoy your riches. God's going to turn that thing around in the favor of his people. You're deceiving people. You're tricking people out of their money. You're not right. You have to teach the word of God. I'm a witness that if you teach the word of God and you are faithful to the scripture, God will provide every last one of your needs according to his riches and glory. I don't use no type of tactics to get your money. I'm not trying to make you feel bad to send a donation. All I do is preach the word of God, line upon line, precept upon precept, and God provides for the ministry. I'm not telling you you got to sow 40, you got to sow, you don't got to sow a dime to get what i got for you because freely I've received and freely I give to you the word of God. So they're going to die because they're not speaking for God. They're speaking for themselves. Let's look here in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13 through 15. 2nd Corinthians chapter 11 We're going to look at, you can actually look at uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11. It talks about uh, false apostles and false prophets uh, uh, throughout the first portion of, of the scripture. But let's just look at verse 13 through 15 here where it says, For such people are false apostles, deceitful workers, they're working, deceitful workers disguising themselves as apostles of Christ disguising themselves as apostles of Christ and no wonder for Satan disguises himself as an angel of life. So it is no great surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end would be according to their works. <laughs> if that don't speak, that's, that's enough right there. I'm just echoing scripture with what I'm saying. That's why they don't like me because I love the book. I love the Bible. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, listen. I'm not fascinated because you can predict the future. (laughs) What that got to do with me? Because if you are a true prophet and you can really predict the future, amen, then you know heaven is my home. So what I care about you liking me or not because I teach the Bible. I don't care. Heaven is my home. I'm not of this world. I'm not from this world. I was born from above. I will sit from heaven to teach the word of God, to proclaim the name of Jesus. God has anointed me to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. He has appointed me, glory to God, to bring deliverance to the captives. How did he do it? He did it through the proclamation of his word. It's the word of God that convinced me that I was a criminal. It's the word of God that convinced me that I need to do things right. It's the word of God that touched me and changed the constitutionality of my sin sick heart. So why would I go and listen to some jackleg that don't even know the word? Don't make no sense to me. If I want to hear God speak, I go to the for sure prophetic word of faith. It's found in the book. It's in the book. It's in the book. Somebody say it's in the book. It's in the book. Type it on your screen. It's in the book. Got a couple more scriptures here. Matthew chapter 7 verse 21. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Now notice, this is how you determine the true from the fake. The real from the false. Notice he says, just because you say to me, Lord, 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 that don't mean you know me. Just because you can say Jesus, 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 that don't mean you know Jesus. Come on now, just because you say you've been anointed by Yahweh, that don't mean that you've been anointed. You're just talking a good talk. But if you want to verify whether one is real or not, listen to what Jesus said, but he that does the will of the father. How do you know what the will of the father is? Where do you learn that from? Is it hocus pocus? Does it fall out of the sky? I'm going to tell you how you determine what the will of the Father is: the book, the Bible. Glory to God. The Bible is where the will of the Father is revealed. And if your if your false prophet, if your false apostle, if your false crisis is not revealing what the books say, they're not revealing the will of the Father, how are you expected to do the will of the Father if the will of the Father is not being proclaimed? So it ought to be a sign. It ought to be warning bells that go off in your head as soon as you get to these false prophets that's teaching you and preaching something that's altogether from the message in the Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 3. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. They don't want to hear it. If you're one of the ones that do not want to hear the Bible, it's because you have been sitting up under false teaching for so long. <laughs> You've been sitting up under false teachings for so long, as soon as you hear the Bible, it irritates you. Soon as the will of the Father is really revealed and you say, What? God expects me to do that? What? I thought it was just going to be a hocus pocus and I get rich quick. I thought it was just going to be a hocus pocus and all my troubles was going to be gone away. All I got to do is go to this service and have this man rub me down like a, with grease like I'm a piece of chicken. And oh, all of my whims is going to be fixed. You better get in the book. You better get in the Bible because there's a resurgence of this stuff about to take place. This pre-pandemic. Listen, I will not listen to the predictions of any false prophet no more Because you couldn't see the coronavirus coming. You couldn't see COVID-19 on the scene. So what make you think I I can trust your sight? You can't see. You blind. But the Bible tells me that our days is full of trouble. The Bible tells me that in the last days, there's going to be famines and sickness and disease. Listen, we got all the predictions we need. It's in the book. And guess what? He has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness that's found in this book. Do not listen to any voice that is outside of the book because it is not a prophetic voice. It's a pathetic voice. For the time will come they will not endure sound doctrine but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Let me tell you what what itching ears is. This is what you want to hear. Oh God I see prosperity in your future. I see nothing missing and nothing broken. I see promotions coming your way. Mm -hmm. I see promotions, promotions after promotions. Money is about to hit your bank account like never before when you're living in sin. You just got done sinning and here come the false prophet. Oh, God has favored you. God, God, God has a plan for, oh, let me tell you something. I see you rich. I see you rich. I see you living in a big house. Oh, I see a new car. New car. Shado, new car. And because your car's so raggedy, you can swear up and down, oh, that's God. God knows I need a new car. No, God needs you to repent of your sin. (laughs) God don't care whether you got a car or not. Jesus didn't even have a car. Revelations chapter 20. We got one more after Revelations. Revelations chapter 20 verse 10. The Bible says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever. You know what's sad? What's sad? It's not the fact that the false prophet is going to be thrown into the lake of fire. That's not sad. That's good. That's justice. That's the justice of God. But what's sad is the people who've been deceived by the false prophet is also going to be in the lake of fire along with them. Because if you are of the elect, you will not be deceived. Why? Because you're going to study to show thyself approved a workman who needs not to be ashamed, but studying to show yourself approved to God. Diligent in his word, seeking out his mysteries like jewels. So that's the sad part, is that those who believe the false prophets, they're going to be damned too. So I pray right now that you come out from among them. Hallelujah. And be ye set apart and be ye holy for the Lord. Finally, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33, <clears throat> for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. God is not the author of confusion. It shouldn't be nothing confusing about this message. God reveals Himself in Scripture. God reveals who the false prophets are and who the true prophets are based on whether they are proclaiming the scriptures and doing the will of God. That's it. Not miracles, not signs, not wonders, not predictions. Not because they can tell you all of the emotional distress that you've been going through for the last year. All of us are going through emotional distress. Don't be deceived. God is not mobbed. Finally, let me tell you this. And I'm closing. There is no new revelation. There is no new revelation. The revelation that God intends for all mankind to have has been revealed. It's in this book, it's in the Bible. The only new revelation it is, is when it's new to you, but it's not new to the body of Christ. This is an ancient message from the ancient of days. His word is going to stand forever. And not one word will fall to the ground. He says, my word will accomplish what it was sent out to do. I don't know about you. But I need God to accomplish some things in my heart. Hallelujah. I need God to do the miracle of restoration. The miracle of sanctification in my heart. So I can grow into more deeper intimacy with the Lord. Hallelujah. How about you? Do you want to get closer to God? Do you want to hear God's whisper clearly? Don't neglect the book let's pray father God in the name of Jesus we thank you Lord for your word we thank you for your truth we thank you for your guidance we thank you for your Holy Spirit we thank you for what you're doing through prophetic word of faith God we love you we love all of your true prophetic voices all of your apostles and prophets and teachers and evangelists and pastors that are laboring to reveal your heart to the world. Help us to discern between the true and the false and help us to speak your word boldly with confidence and assurity. And we will stand and forever give your name the praise and the glory which is due to it. You are the matchless one. You are the mighty one. You are the God of miracles. Now God, work the sign of miracle of salvation in the life of those who are listening who are not saved. Work the miracle of restoration for those who've walked away from you and want to come back to you. Lord God, we know that your hand is not short. And your arm is not little. But it is strong and mighty. Able to reach us. Even while we are deceived. So let your grace be upon us today. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. The Bible says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved. Because with the heart one believes and with the mouth confession is made. Today is the day of salvation. Harden not your heart. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sin, today you can get to know him. If you have walked away from God and, and you want to come back to the fold, I can hear the Holy Spirit says, come unto me, all who are heavy laden. He says, and I'll give you rest for your weary soul. So come to Jesus today. Make him the Savior and the Lord of your life. Until next time, may God richly bless you, my beloved. Hallelujah. Glory, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your spirit. Woo. Thank you Jesus I praise your name I bless your name God You're worthy You're worthy You're worthy You're worthy You're worthy, you're worthy God Oh precious spirit. Thank you Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus E che da dopo una cosa handa da